Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. Welcome into the series finale Sunday edition of the Rebel Report Reacts podcast. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you are with me. Yeah, reaction weekend uh, after Ole Miss dropped game three to Texas A&M to lose the series, a critical series, one that they needed to get, and they did not get it. And Sunday, because of course it wasn't, uh, was not without some controversy as well. Questionable decisions with um, pinch hitting and deciding to bunt that led to a ground into double play that was Ole Miss's best chance to, to win the game after Taylor Broadway gave up uh, a big-time home run that relinquished the lead. Uh, that kind of situation is just baseball, but what happened after that um, can be, depending on who you are, looked at as mismanagement. And then this is now five of six series losses uh, for Old Miss. Just an absolute free fall uh, out of the number one spot. And um, you guys got my thoughts on Friday night's handling of Gunnar Hoagland. Of course, that is now intensified greatly after this series loss, and I think that this is going to set Ole Miss outside of regional hosting again uh, with just two weeks to play, one of which being Vanderbilt next weekend. Uh, we'll get into all that, but first, real quick, wanted to remind you that we have a new partner here on the podcast, Advantage Business Systems. ABS has been family-owned in Mississippi since 76. It started in Jackson, but it serves the entire state of Mississippi. Their emphasis is doing business with other Mississippi-based companies. They want to spend their money with local businesses. They want to do business with other local businesses so that their dollar can go further here in this state and boost the economy in this state. That is a priority for ABS, and you just love to see it. They provide office technology solutions for the entire state. Like I said, those are copiers and printers, uh, from that to mail machines and shipping systems to IP phone systems, communications, document management, software, IT services, and what I mean by that is cloud storage, data security, stuff like that. They have local support for every solution that they offer. When you call ABS, whenever you call them, you get a live person every time in Mississippi. It's not somebody from another state not somebody from another country. No, it's somebody that knows your needs, knows where you're from, where you are, and they're located right in your backyard. To offer, uh, They offer complimentary office technology assessments. To request an assessment or find out more about ABS, call 601-362-9192, 601-362-9192, or visit absms.com, absms.com. All right. So Ole Miss drops game three to Texas A&M, six to five. Um, real quick, just quick thought on Saturday's game. Uh, Nikhazy was really shaky early, but Doug Nikhazy does what Doug Nikhazy does. Uh, I mean, he is he is the most mentally tough pitcher uh, that I've ever watched closely. Doesn't matter the situation, doesn't matter the stakes of the game, doesn't matter if he's got command issues early, which he did. I mean, he uh, what did he walk three? and hit a batter, at least one batter that I remember, um, early on in that game, and then just slammed the door uh, later. Um, 
They stretched him a little bit, and I I certainly understand that. I'm not going to criticize that at all, but he was shaky early. He had three walks and hit by pitch, so four free bases, which is out of character for him, and yet he does what he does, and he buckles down, and he pitches well because that's what he does. And, of course, the offense was was excellent in the game as well, uh, led by Tim Elko's home run, which is so unfathomably impressive when you consider that he's doing it on a torn ACL. It's just hard to believe. So that was an important win at the time on Saturday. You got a really nice performance from Nikhazy. The offense showed up and was really, really good. And then Tim Elko was the story of the game with, I mean, what an incredible moment. What was such a cool moment uh, to see a guy who tore his ACL a month ago. Instead of trying to get ready, you know, to try to have a pro career, uh, get the surgery done and try to show that, you know, you deserve a shot. He put that on hold to play on a torn ACL to give his team whatever that he can give them. If it's pinch hitting, if it's just being a presence in the dugout, whatever, he's willing to do it. So I admire that so much about him, and uh, what a story. That's such a cool moment that he had. So overall, it was a nice comeback win on Saturday. Uh, They needed that one badly to set up what would have been a very important rubber match had they gotten it, but they did not. So final score, 6-5, to five, Texas A&M uh, had two runs in the bottom of the first and then the grand slam in the bottom of the seventh that was um, given up by Taylor Broadway, which is just, you know, in that situation. So there's obviously criticism coming for how that next half inning was handled. Um that that's coming, obviously. However, it is um, abundantly clear, at least to me, that that moment, Broadway giving up that home run, is just one of those, that's baseball things. He's your best bullpen arm. Uh, you know, maybe you walk the guy, but I, I mean, I've, I had somebody text me and say, well, they should have just put him on. And uh, I'm not buying that either. Uh, you don't put a guy on giving up a run, yes, the guy has mashed all weekend long. I mean, he's their best hitter. He's the guy that basically single-handedly beat you this series. But I don't think you walk a guy to give a free run when you've got your best bullpen arm in. It just it happens. It just happens. I'm not going to be critical of that. That's just me. Uh, I know some of you will be, and I understand that. I'm certainly not telling you you're, you're wrong. That's just my position is I'm okay pitching to him there. I would have pitched to him there with Taylor Broadway my best bullpen arm, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. I mean, the, the kid's a hitter, and he's a pest, too. I mean, the, the way he acted on the field, had, I know a lot of uh, Ole Miss fans took exception to that, and I understand why. I even think Mike Bianco took exception to that. Um, he, he was cocky, and um, he backed it up, though. He did back it up. I mean – I don't subscribe to the throw at a guy because he, the way he acts when he beats you thing. That, that's I, I, I don't like that mentality. If you don't like that a guy beats you, then strike him out next time he's up. Uh, if not, you can't police how other people act. You just control how you can act. That's just me. But anyway, it's getting lost in the weeds. Um, I'm not going to be critical of pitching to him there, regardless if you think that they should have put him on giving up a run to have anybody else. I just I don't know. I don't like walking in runs on purpose, especially with Taylor Broadway, who I've got complete confidence in. It just didn't work. The next inning's the issue. 
The next inning is the issue. Um, we'll get to it right now, actually. So top of the eighth, and uh, I'm pulling up the, the order just to make sure I get it correctly. Um, Justin Bench got on. Uh, he was hit by pitch. And then TJ McCant singled to left. And so you had runners on first and second with nobody out. Leatherwood up to bat, and here's the biggest issue with that right there. Leatherwood up to bat, and so far on the day, Leatherwood in the game was 3-for-3 with two RBI. He was 3-for-3 with two RBI, and he's up to bat with runners on first and second, down a run, nobody out in the top of the eighth inning, and you pinch hit for him. Now, regardless of what else happens in the inning, I, I don't care what else happened in the inning, honestly. Um, I am very anti-bunt. I don't think you should bunt. Almost never. I, I I am very critical of bunting. I don't like it, especially in that situation. So I think it was the Mississippi State series when a lot of people were wondering why Bianco didn't bench or didn't bunt McCants, and I said because he's a good hitter. Let a good hitter hit. It just didn't work out that time. But bunting a guy that's hitting three thirty. It's even higher than that in SEC play at the time. I don't like. Let, let your guy swing. To pinch hit for Leatherwood to bunt blows my mind. This is a guy that's given you, I mean, he was seeing the ball well all day. He's a good hitter. There's nobody outrunners on first and second, and you're pinch hitting him to bunt just so they'll put Elko on to set up a double play situation for Harris. Uh, That sequence of events right there, you can't adequately explain it to me. I'm not a million-dollar head coach. I haven't built a program from basically the ground up. I have not hosted regionals. I don't have a nationally ranked program on a perpetual basis. But the thing about that and what drove me nuts about uh, a couple weeks ago and um, and something that we talked about on the radio and what will drive me nuts potentially tomorrow is not everybody gets everything right all the time. Even somebody that has forgotten more about baseball than I'll ever know can make a bad decision. They can screw up. So it's okay, or at least it should be okay, to criticize that without doing the, well, 20 years, built a program from nothing conversation. I'm done with that. You cannot justify to me pinching Leatherwood for Van Cleave to bunt him. You can't justify that to me. And so then Elko comes up. Of course, they put Elko on an open base to get to Harris, and Harris grounds into a double play. Anybody could have seen that coming. I I, I can't rationalize that for you. I I try to look at things from from all angles. You know, I I try not to be... um, I try not to be somebody that picks a side and that is my side and it's the right side and I don't even hear anything else. I will argue my point strongly because that's what I'm supposed to do. But I am willing to 
give legitimacy to an opposite thought or feeling. At least I think so. I cannot find the justification for that. I cannot find it. Throners on first and second and nobody out. You take a guy out that has three hits for you on the day to bunt, have Elko pinch, which of course they're going to put him on for Harris. I I mean, I, I can't figure that out. I have no idea. I can't tell you why that happened. And there was no post-game press conference, as I understand it. So um, we'll we'll see if um, on the show Richard can get an answer. We'll see. Um, Maybe there's a good reason. I can't think of it, though. So I'm interested to find out if there uh, there is one. So what now? Um, That's the big question. What now? What does this mean? And, oh, boy. Um, I don't think they're going to be hosting a regional. Maybe they made that cut for the top 20 and they can find their way in, but without Gunnar Hoagland, and tomorrow's a big, very important day for Ole Miss baseball, um, finding out whether or not Gunnar Hoagland has um, any damage that will shut him down for the season or not. But I, I, you're not seeing him this weekend against Vanderbilt. So that'll set you back. They don't deserve to host right now, truthfully. It would be better for us and and me, business-wise and otherwise, if they hosted a regional. It would be better, trust me. Um, they don't deserve it right now with the way they've played, losing five of six series. As we've learned, South Carolina is just not very good. So, yeah, it was a nice series win last week. but And they got State in the rubber match today in a walk-off, but State dominated them on Friday and Saturday. It's not a very good baseball team, comparatively speaking. I mean, they're not bad, but their RPI at 10 coming into Oxford was fool's gold. But they don't deserve a host spot right now. And this is, in my opinion, and probably a lot of yours, the most critical postseason that I, I mean, that I can remember. I've been affiliated here. This is my 11th year. And I cannot remember a more critical postseason for a lot of reasons. But yet again, you've got fans that are calling for termination, which I'm not going to do. Season's not over. And this one especially has to be looked at differently because you lost Tim Elko, essentially. And Gunnar Hoagland now might be out for a period of time. That changes things. Your best player and your team captain and your top 10 picket pitcher. I mean, that has to be factored into it. But I'm not entirely confident the way they were playing with a healthy Hoagland that they were going to come out of a regional anyway. So I don't know. But you've got fans calling for termination. I think that's premature. It's not a conversation we need to be having right now. But I understand the frustration. It's justified. It is absolutely justified. It, it just feels like deja vu. And I, I hear it from so many of you guys. It, it just feels the same. So, like I said after the LSU series, I think it's a team that's very talented. I think it's a team that can beat anybody they play. I still believe that. I know that's crazy. They can beat anybody they play. But the way they're playing right now isn't winning anything. Nothing of value. It's not winning anything. And so they've got to 
they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out quick because the way things are going right now, they'll be a two seed somewhere and and get bounced out of a regional. And I don't know what next season's going to look like as far as fan support and otherwise, what kind of pressure there's going to be. And I'm certainly not going to criticize you guys for being frustrated just because the program wasn't good 22 years ago. Not going to do that. This, the way they've played lately, they're not losing games because they lack talent. They're not losing games because they're young or anything like that. This is a bad Texas A&M team, guys. It's a bad one. It was a bad LSU team two weeks ago, too. They have to figure it out quick or else things are going to get really hot around here. Not the, I'm not talking about the I'm talking about the fans, the mentality of the fans. Because um, I've heard from enough of you. You guys feel like this is just deja vu, like you knew this was coming. And all of this is being said before the postseason. And everything can change. All they have to do is uh, play well for two weeks and everything changes. Are you confident that's going to happen right now? Because I sure am not. They got to figure it out. They're talented enough to figure it out, but they have to figure it out because this right here, these last six weeks, not acceptable. At least they shouldn't be. And um, we'll see if they can figure it out. So pretty, pretty brutal weekend for Ole Miss because of Gunnar Hoagland's injury and now Losing a series to a bad AM team, likely on the outside looking in from a regional host. They don't deserve to be a regional host anyway, but very much likely on the outside looking in from that. Not good. Not good at all right now. So we'll see if they can recover. Like I keep telling you, they're, they're talented enough to recover. We'll see if they can do it. The show, by the way, brought to you also by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue. Hope you uh, stopped by and saw Greg. Got something to put on the grill this weekend. Uh, it was a beautiful weekend to do it, at least in my neck of the woods. Hope you guys took advantage of that. Stop by and get one of their daily lunch specials. Let them do the cooking for you. Those are Monday through Friday, but the store is open seven days a week. So if you want to get started, if you want to cook with meat, the best place in Mississippi to do it is LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Glad that you are with me. Check out the stream tomorrow morning. I'll be talking more about this, hopefully hearing from you guys as well. And in the meantime, have a great rest of your Mother's Day. And I will talk to you again this week on this podcast, but hopefully, again, hopefully I see you tomorrow on the live stream. Y'all have a good rest of your day, and I'll talk to you soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.